0: Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. This week's guest is Jacob Thompson of the BAA, a Kentucky grad and native who's run 357 in the mile, 1334 in the 5K, and is competing this weekend at the USATF Indoor Championships in the 2 mile. Our co host was Jacob's roommate and childhood friend, an accomplished runner in his own right, Pat Gregory, who ran for Dartmouth College. We got right down to it with bold predictions for USAs and some hot takes on everything from coffee orders to appropriate short slang. And I also promised Jacob that I would say in this intro that this episode is in memory of Thomas Cave, or T-Cave, because he is going to his grave in his 5K race this weekend. Um, Maybe next time I'll figure out what that means, but until then, I've been David Melly, and this is Run Your Mouth.
1: Spot we went to was it the Holliston Trail that we ran with it was me you Trevor and Mike we like went out and back like twice a yeah it was probably Holliston that's a good yeah. spot <laughs> that was yeah, a, yeah
0: that was I was spot. trying to
1: think of like the places we've been
2: do you guys go to Battle Road ever yeah we went to Battle Road I'll, quite a bit towards the end of the fall you I didn't, didn't go for a long time yeah I didn't go
1: until. End of November.
0: It's a good summer. like, It's a good summer run, because like if it's if the conditions are kind of shitty, like it gets parts of it get really muddy and stuck yeah. in the yeah. snow. It was yeah. like getting kind of it was starting to start yeah. yeah. Alright, well, let's get started. Uh, welcome to Run Your Mouth Long Run Talk for Long Talking Runners. Literal long-run talk, since we we're just talking about where you guys do your long runs. But uh <laughs> I'm here this week with uh, our guest and co-host. We got uh, Jacob Thompson of the BAA. Uh in the in the house, I would say uh, we're actually in your guys' house. So thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, and then our co-host this week is Pat Gregory of uh, Life. Yeah. <laughs> Currently unaffiliated, right?
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. For now, I grad, was told
0: grad student. Grad student. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, do you
2: got any eligibility left? You can. Uh... Uh, I do, but I can't. Um, I can't
0: actually <laughs> use it at BU. So. Yeah. You. So you. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go Pat first, right? Um, so you're unaffiliated currently. Do you work at, you work out with these guys a lot?
2: Um, I do like when I can, I ha- I guess I have a couple of times. Um, it's not something that's very frequent, mostly just like trying to get it done on my own for right now. Um, my schedule is just like all over the place with school. Um, so it's just very inconsistent, I guess, from day to day. And then like from semester to semester too, it has been, um, so yeah, I've I've gone to the track and been there at the same time a whole bunch, but we've only gotten to work out together a couple times.
1: Yeah, Pat, we, we do a lot of our like normal runs together from yeah. the house. We're like actually in a, so. we're in a good neighborhood that like, you know, Jamaica Pond and the Emerald Necklace and the Harbor Arboretum, mm-hmm. the Brookline Reservoir are like all like. Yeah, you some, guys are some in some the, sort of the, way, the so.
0: spot in terms of uh, for the non-Boston natives. Uh, Jacob and and Pat are like right in right next to one of the better tracks. You're right next to like a couple of the good reservoir loops for like tempos and long intervals and stuff, um, and you're not even you're not even too far away from Franklin Park too if you want to head over yeah, there. Like, just a yeah, you moments. can go run the
1: course and come back for a ten mile run. So it's, it's about perfect.
0: You guys, you guys got the uh, the hookup right here. How'd you find this place? Just uh, on the internet. <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> we, on the the internet? internet. Yeah, I'd only been to
1: Boston uh, before I moved here for two days when I came to visit the BAA, and I didn't even like come to to Brookline like I was I just kind of moved here off of uh pictures I saw on the internet I know like Pat like had raced here quite a bit but mm-hmm. I'd never even been in Boston before until until we moved here
0: yeah just worked got, out worked out well, worked out well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: kind of yeah. I guess the luck of the draw but yeah we got a good spot so is this Very is nice. this
0: like a two bedroom what's the
1: yes yeah, a two bedroom nice mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, although you got some some college teammates in the neighborhood, right? Um, yeah, there are there are some Dartmouth guys that live live around here. Some of the jumps guys, like Corey Muggler. and I met him the other day. He was yeah. very nice. Yeah, was, they're always down at the track. And then um, a guy from my class is actually he's helping coach at Harvard now, turning code a little bit. But um, so you're yeah. not friends anymore. But yeah, you know. yeah. I, I saw him I, I once. Noticed. I saw him once, and I was just like. That's a nice Harvard jacket, man. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: because you're so bringing it full circle. Friend, teammate, friend of the pod. Trevor used to live with those guys yeah. when he first moved to Boston. Yeah. So rife with connections right there. Yeah. Um, do you, I, so I'm jumping down, jumping ahead of ourselves a little bit, but do I, know, do I correctly gather from Twitter that you are a Boston sports fan? Despite having never to boss, I would so. say I'm a Red Sox fan. You're a Red Sox uh, fan.
1: So well, way, I proof of
0: that—that's the only Boston sport that matters. Yeah, I guess. See, <laughs> Sorry, Patriots. I have so. to
1: have like a, like a story to like go with this, or everybody's just gonna like call me like a bandwagon fan. And that's like one thing that like I made sure like I patched all the holes in my story before. Okay. What was this... yeah? Went. What was
0: the story? Well, like growing up, I was how true is it? But Pat and I—it's
1: <laughs> actually kind of funny. We both <laughs> were huge like baseball players. So it was definitely like our main sport all the way, probably until high school. And so but, yeah, growing up like really big yeah. into baseball and like, you know, early, mid-2000s, the Red Sox, like, won a bunch of World Series, so that was, like, my favorite team. I could probably name, like, more players off, like, the 4 roster than, like, I could today. we can, uh, but, uh, cheers to that, yeah.
0: Um I, yeah, I, like, my my family is not, like, we don't really follow a ton of sports, but my mom is a diehard Red Sox fan, Yeah. and man. I was in sixth grade in 2004, so, like, that was, like... Like, sixth grade is when you're, like, your peak boss, like baseball fan. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the Sox winning the World Series that year. Like, that was very formative. Yeah, that was, like, that was <laughs> an, I guess that would have been my f- fifth grade year. And same, my dad was
1: a huge uh, Dodgers fan, and he was like, you can like anybody but the Yankees. So, like, I couldn't like the Yankees, didn't want to like the Dodgers because my dad liked the Dodgers. So, like, Red Sox were really good and rivaled with was the Yankees. The, so must have been so a divided household
0: this year, then.
1: Oh, this year? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. What's
0: your dad's take on Manny Machado? Oh, he doesn't, no, nah, he doesn't like Machado. He's not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's a prick, that's for sure. <laughs> so what are you? all right, well, so what positions? Are you guys on the same Little League team? We're, we were a year apart, so. Oh, uh, all right.
1: We, yeah. we didn't actually, we played on a couple, like, school ball teams together.
2: Yeah, like third, city third championship. fourth grade. Yeah, we won a, <laughs> we won, won a championship
1: in third and fourth grade together. So yeah. a baseball team. Yeah. Actually, something pretty funny. Yeah, there's some
0: photos of us together. Yeah, like that's the that you can one up all the like the old high school photos. Yeah, yeah, me. yeah. This goes <laughs> back to third, third, fourth grade baseball. Grade <laughs> baseball. Uh-huh. That's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, how far apart did you guys grow up? Uh, like, like living, yeah, uh, like two miles, half, two miles.
2: Yeah, 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 nice, really close. <laughs> yeah, this, uh,
0: it was really
1: convenient when we started running because yeah, yeah t- we could run to his house and run the loop and then run back to my house. And it was like, just, yeah. all our leaps really, kind of went that way that out. works
0: out nicely yeah keep the, the, the you know 20 plus year friendship <laughs> alive at this point basically yeah. nice well uh, that uh, now that you're in Boston what do you think what's the what's oh, the very, like
1: very yeah I like it a lot I thought yeah. at first just cause like I hadn't been here much I thought I was kind of moving to like New York City type I thought <laughs> it would be like Concrete Jungle but yeah there's like so many parks and like you know just public there's a public track across the street like that's something I've never seen like seen before and, uh, so yeah, I definitely really like Boston, like restaurants everywhere, breweries everywhere. It's like a really cool town to like, just go like walk around downtown. There's like just so many, uh, just like, I feel like there's always like something going on. So it's never, it's a really adult moment here. So yeah, something I, but not, not sold. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a place I'd probably want to live like my entire life, but like early mid twenties when you have nothing else, like nothing else going on, that's definitely a great place to be. Do you want to go back to Kentucky long
0: term or long term?
1: Uh, I don't know. I could, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty honest. Undec- my my future is an that's open. A la- that's a yeah. that's a later <laughs> problem, you <laughs> know. Yeah. got to figure across that bridge, you know. Yeah, cuz cuz you
0: went back, you went back to Kentucky when the the BAA squad went to uh
1: yeah, I did go back to Lexington for a while uh, and trained trained there. So that was, that was nice. I like, I think Lexington's a really cool cool town. I've been I actually got lucky enough like Went from Louisville to Raleigh to Lexington, not to Boston. So it's like four really cool cities kinda of to go through my life in so far.
0: Yeah. What's the what's the verdict? Is Boston the best of the four or can <laughs> be a little biased?
1: I would probably once I get to know it more, I could see where it could definitely be number one. But I I would say Lexington's like dearest to my heart right now still.
0: I have only been to Lexington for about forty-eight hours for Club Nats. But, oh, it was, uh, it was a cold, cold. It was cold. Snow, yeah, but a, it was it was a good forty eight hours. It was yeah. fun. It was. Lexington's a fun. fun. I don't remember exactly where we went, but I do know that one of my friends got uh, arrested um, <laughs> for public intoxication. So it was a good night. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'll leave his name off the podcast <laughs> to avoid embarrassing him. But uh, yeah, it was what Club Nats twenty yeah. seventeen. Um, it was a good one. Yeah. It's, uh, so why, why did you, I don't know, is this a, is this common knowledge? Is this a sensitive subject? We can cut it out if it is, but, uh, why, why did you transfer from NC State? Uh,
1: I, it's pretty common knowledge, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I definitely, like, got to the point where, like, I went to NC State because I thought we were going to have, like, this really great team, and, like, kind of it's, it's kind of funny, like, if you look at, like, the pro running scene now, like... I mean, like, Craig Ingles was on that team, Graham Crawford, Sam Parsons, like, Ryan Hill had just left, Andrew Colley was on that. Like, there was a bunch of these, like, really talented guys, but we never really kind of all put it together at once. And, you know, once I kind of, like, at least in my head, like, you know, that, like, dream team, like, wasn't really going to, like, come together. Um, I saw that, like, Kentucky just gotten a new coaching staff. Like, all the Stanford uh, coaches get, went there, and, like, their guys were getting really good, and it was, like, you know, becoming a becoming competitive program. And like I really wanted to build something kind of like of my own mm-hmm. and so I wanted to go back to my home state and like represent something that like w- was really important to me and like you know wear Kentucky across my chest and like kind of build build that program up and like be kind of like a cornerstone of that, so that was like probably the biggest reason uh that I transferred back and I mean it worked out like as soon as pretty <laughs> as soon as I transferred like I started running started running way better uh yeah, we got to compete for conference after titles after my redshirt freshman year. So I spent two years okay. at uh, NC State and then uh, three years at Kentucky. I liked NC State and McGeiger is like Geiger's the nicest guy. Like I, I got nothing but a great thing to say about Geiger and about Raleigh. Uh, Raleigh like as a city. But yeah, I mean it worked out. It worked out uh, for me.
0: Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, everything you know? happens for a
2: reason. <laughs> And our, and our high school coach, I feel like, played a pretty big role in that in some sense. Like, when we were running together in high school, um, that was, like, kind of our mission statement was, in, the, in those few years, that was, like, the most competitive that Kentucky, like, high school distance running had ever been. We had, like, a team making an XN, like a school that was making an XN, and then Jacob was running really fast, and I was trying to run really fast, and our coach was always like, we got to put Kentucky on the map, we got to put... We're we're out here trying to put Kentucky on the running map, so I think like yeah, Jacob going back and kind of you know trying to to build something at that program did a lot for did a lot for that. I mean you had you had good guys at Kentucky before with like Helen Brand and
1: somebody. yeah, there that was like another like I mean probably one of the other bigger reasons. Like I saw this new coaching staff come in and they got like results quickly, and it was like it was like a pretty cutthroat like pressure environment. And that's like something I also kind of like thrived in so like that's that's something I I really wanted and it worked out for the best
2: yeah and they were taking some Kentucky guys and like doing some good things too yeah a couple of the Kentucky guys were really running well like
0: that that had had been you know grew up homegrown talent yeah Yeah. exactly we had we had a lot of guys at um Cornell uh much to the amusement of uh The other Ivy League schools has some schools that are, like, technically, like, public schools, like, they're state schools, Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, you can always tease us for, but it was actually nice because, like, a lot of the guys that we recruited were, like, New York guys who, like, could come up and, yeah, it's kind of cool to, you know, grow up right there and then sort of be able to, to rep. It's funny that you say, like, put Kentucky on the map on the national. Like, I don't know how much you guys followed running in high school, but, like, I had... (laughs) <laughs> no frame of reference for, like, what, like, good in high school running was when I was in high school. Like, we actually – our women's team was really good. Girls' team <laughs> was really good. <laughs> um, so, like, I knew, like – if anything, I had, like, the reverse frame of reference where I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, stuff I'm not. Like, that's not even that good for a girl. <laughs> um, but, like, I – yeah, I had no – like, I remember one time, one year, I was – like, fifth in the country in the two mile indoors, and I thought that was really cool until I realized that, like, everywhere else runs 3200s in three Ks, <laughs> and, like, fifth was in a very small pool of people, um, but yeah, did you, did you grow up having, like, an awareness of, like, ru- like, running as bigger than just, like, your high
1: school or your league? Probably, like, once I got into, like, my sophomore year of high school is when I started to, like think outs like look outside the state and because like, like it it was kinda like in Kentucky if you ran like under four twenty or under like nine twenty, like you were like the guy and then all of a sudden like that started to change pretty quick. Um so yeah it's kind of I guess yeah credit to our like high school coach I guess who kind of showed us like what else is out there and like, you know, I think prepared us both like to do well in college
0: as well. Did you have a this is this is a, a funny question to think about sometimes. Like do you do you remember like the first um, the first pro runner that like you knew about where you were like, Oh, this guy's really cool or this guy's really cool? I,
1: I think we were talking about this the other day. It was not a pro well, yeah, not a pro runner, but uh, I remember my freshman year of high school when like Lucas Rubikas broke the new balance indoor five K record you know, like 14, like mm-hmm. or something. And I ran like I ran sixteen eleven as a freshman in cross country. And but I remember like talking with my other teammates And we were just like, no way. Like, 14, there's, like, no high school kid? And he was, like, I think he was, like, a high school junior, like, he was a sophomore or junior or something when he did it. And we were just like, there's no way that actually happened. Like, you can't run 14 (laughs) minutes for the 5K. And then, yeah, coming to find out a couple
0: years later, you you can run 14 minutes for (laughs) the 5K. (laughs) I I have a good Lucas story, but I'll tell it off the air maybe. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a a good one. Do you, Pat, do you have, like, a first... uh, Oh, yeah, it, it was Galen Rupp,
2: for sure, um, like, 2008 cross-country championships, that was like, that was also the first year that I ever even ran cross-country, and I just, like, happened to be watching, like, it was still televised on, like, actual TV back then, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, I happened to be watching, and I was like, oh, like, this guy with the arm sleeves and the, <laughs> <laughs> the nasal strip, like, you know, out here winning... You know, and, and, you know, like the announcer had said something like he ran, you know, 443 pace for this like 10,000 meter race. And I was like, wow, like that is so beyond <laughs> just like my comprehension, yeah, yeah. yeah, my level of comprehension at the time. And yeah, and I, yeah, I was a fan for for a long time after that still a fan <laughs> still yeah still a fan still really the guy yeah i can't, a, I can't we're, help
1: we're pro, it we're pro galen
2: household pro yeah. galen households it's like, right. it's like i can't help it because we have that we have that <laughs> history you know it's like that it's, was the first guy that i was like wow like it's so grind
0: it's so interesting to me like um how the difference in perspectives that that folks can have like i think we like for me it was like i remember um uh like I did not follow like professional run even like high school running at all really until like maybe at most like senior year of high school um and Ryan Hall was like because like Mm -hmm. I remember like um that 2011 Boston Marathon was my senior year and like I remember him like having that race where he like went for it that being kind of one of those moments where you're like "Yeah." yeah America, fuck yeah, <laughs> you know, like, that was, like, and, like, you know, Ryan, like, uh, Ryan Hall's another one that you're, like, you know, real mixed bag when you look at the grand scheme of things, but, uh, yeah, like, at the time, you just, like, you're, you're, like, oh, this guy's the, the man, like, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, well, I was saying,
1: I think Meb was at, when I first made, uh, Foot Locker, Meb was one of the, like, uh, like chaperone, like team captain type people, and mm. I remember like just looking at Meb and like you know like going like see like once you like and they introduce you to all these people and then like you know you get on your phone and, like you do so like because you know you don't really know like the scope of like everything they have done and then like you see everything and you're like oh like that's that guy <laughs> I, that was like yeah Meb would Meb was definitely one of the first people that was like, so, like you're like a real you're a real person like you're like in the same room <laughs> as them and you're like oh
0: like that's the that's that guy. So you now uh, are are in it enough that you are are racing a bunch of these guys. Have you have you ever had like one of those like, you know, meet your idol like what moments where you're sort of like you hop in a race and you look at a guy next to you and you're like, Oh
1: I kinda guy. had one this fall a little bit. I ran the five K U S five K champs uh, in New York City and I was in between Ritz and Shlemo, like on the starting line. And like Ritz is another one of those guys who like I just like I love. It. I was like, I just thought he was like, yeah. you know, he's this big, like, tough, like, not big, but he's a small, but he's like, super tough, like, you know, just like, hardcore guy, like, you know, everything went through, like, his injuries, and, and like, all that, so like, that was, that was a pretty cool, like, moment, just like, there's a picture of me, like, standing on the starting line, and i kept, like, my, you know, my game face on, but I'm, like, next to just like, Chalemo, and, Little two, bent, the fan. the fanboy inside, and, and, like, like <laughs> I'm sitting next to, like, two sub-13 minute guys, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, this, I, I guess, I guess we're here now, like, this is it.
0: Yeah, post it to Instagram, like, something like yeah. that, said, like, like, your heroes become your rivals, yeah. like, whatever that saying is.
1: I think that was the Instagram, yeah, that was the Instagram caption.
0: Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> yeah, it definitely happens sometimes, um, I don't know, Pat, do you have a, have you, have you ever raced somebody where you, you went won a little fanboy on, uh, a- oh, gosh, no, I don't think I've been on that, on that stage yeah like so I've been in races it's really good yeah yeah, raced yeah it's like uh Manchester
2: Road race ches and Chalimo were out there but um yeah like mostly just just in the back of the back of the group when when those guys are out there so I haven't yeah. had that that like real racing
0: experience against uh yeah against someone like that I don't think um I was gonna ask um so you we've got the the sub four mile we got the 10 k like Jacob Thompson as a runner, like, are you? Do you have like a distance that you would say is your distance, or like, or even a favorite distance, even if it's
1: not like your strongest? I'd say my favorite distance is three k. I don't. It hasn't become my distance yet. Indoors is. The, I love running on like two hundred meter bank tracks. Like that's.
0: So are, like, are you pissed about the full two mile? <laughs> the uh, yeah,
1: one extra lap doesn't matter to me. That won't. That won't mess me up. But uh, yeah, I feel like last year I like, had gotten kind of pigeonholed into being like just a. 10k runner and like I wanted to like change that and that's what you know I, I, like last year I had a coaching change while last year at college and like that was one of the things we talked about it was like I don't want to be just a 10k guy I was like I want to be fast I want to run a good mile I want to like, I want to go to indoor indoor nationals in a 3k or 5k and so well, yeah we laid out the training plan and like that's something like could really focus on like trying to be more than just a 10k guy and I think I think we kind of did that like a PR from everything from 1500 all the way to 10k uh so yeah, I don't Worked know if i figured out, out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I figured out like one distance yet. I mean definitely wouldn't call myself a miler, but like I really like racing the mile. Uh, I would say five K is probably the most painful distance. And but I also like the five K. So it's yeah,
0: I don't know. I like kinda yeah. the whole the whole like spectrum. Anywhere from You and Trevor are kind of a good match in that sense yeah, like, tre- of guys that are real fast in the mile but have that kind of like cross country yeah, strength having, too. like that was another thing like coming to Boston like
1: I was really glad knowing that, like, a guy like Trevor was going to be there, because he's a guy that probably has, his, I think all his PRs are better than mine, and, like, he's been at a very high level for, like, a long time, so it's definitely a guy that, like, I looked up to as, like, I grew through the sport and got better, so I'm definitely glad to have him, like, as a teammate, as a teammate now, and then yeah. yeah, we're
0: together every day, so it works pretty well. You guys are this, this I was actually uh, just talking, like, a couple hours ago with one of your new teammates, uh, your former teammate Dana. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are this new generation. Like this is new, new BAA. What yeah. is uh? What is the pitch me pitch me on new BAA? What is what are you guys all yeah, about? New this BAA. Team. This
1: is kind of we like talk like, talking about Dana. We had this like meeting down at uh, the BAA headquarters, like right at the Boston Marathon finish line, because yeah, I mean there is so much. There has been so much turnover turnover in the last year. Like the director of the pro team is new. Uh, our marketing ladies been there for three weeks uh, our head coach uh, Ricardo Santos uh, started last May he hadn't even been here a full year and then like probably 75% of the team has been here for under, under a year so this is kind of like I don't know what we're going to like coin it but it's pretty much you know BA high performance like you know volume two uh, so we're definitely like really excited about that I think there's definitely areas that like you know the team needs to do better on like we want to have we sat down today and um, the head of the BA was in there, and you know he says like our goal is you know to win. We want to have as many people on starting line Olympic trials. We want to you know, be in the community in Boston. We don't want to be just known for people who put on one race in April and then we don't do anything else for the rest of the year. So I think that's uh, that's something like that we're the new team is uh, like focusing in on like we're kind of starting to d- define our goals. Where do we expect people to be? You know, how many people are we realis- realistically gonna have who have a shot to make world world teams and be like on the starting line at you know Olympic trials and you know big major marathons. We also have, have really good marathoners. We have we have people going to USAs and anything from you know the 600 meters all the way to the people who are lining up at the Olympic trials uh for the marathon next well, next February. So that's something that that's I guess that's I guess, the pitch on you know BA part two a great city like we're kind of like a and we're in the northeast you have you do have this like world marathon major to like lean on this like big corporation that's built around that one race but we want to branch out and be you know more than just that one race
0: yeah I, I, that's a, as good a pitch as any you know I mean it's you got I mean I think the nice thing about these uh these boston-based teams is that um we've got these you know, it's like the these groups that are that are here and they're training here, and it's not always. Boston's a runner's town, but it's not always easy to train in Boston. You still got winter, you still got um, you know rainy springs, and you don't have altitudes, uh, humid ass summers. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. There's something like there's a nice little like grittiness to like the Boston running yeah. scene. And there's um, definitely definitely like.
1: I mean, like I said, before I moved here, I didn't know, like, the trails and the facilities and, like, the access that Boston does have as a big, like, big, you know, metropolitan, like, city area. There's, there's definitely pros that come with that. And then also, you know, when it gets bad, we do go, like, I mean, we go to altitude camp, we go to warm weather camp. Like, we do those things that are necessary to compete at the top level. So, like, we kind of get the best, best of both worlds.
0: Yeah, and then the nice thing, too, is, like, you know, I think... Um, a lot of places, you know, I think Boulder's the same way, Portland's the same way, but like you know, there's the there's a little bit of the kind of rising tides of Saul boats, you know, it's like you'll see Dana hopping in a workout with the New Balance girls or, you know, whoever's in town, like there's there's the the community that goes beyond kinda of like the individual siloed off teams, which is uh Yeah, nice and that's, well. that's definitely another cool thing about Boston is, you know, I
1: mean New Balance doesn't have any they don't have any guys, but you know they have a really good girls team we see them at practice every day Sock and he's got a bunch of guys so like i mean we haven't worked out with them yet but i'm sure like as the fall is kind of a weird time because everybody's on different schedules and people are in and out of town balance the balance doesn't
0: have any guys yet but i heard patrick's on signs you know <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. they might yeah they might want
2: me but yeah
1: <laughs> you know gotta so this is, yeah it's a good i mean it's a good community and you know there's also i mean there's a bunch of guys kind of like that who are in that like i mean there's I will get on Strava, and there's, like, dudes I've never heard of just, like, snapping uh, Strava, like, segments who are just, like... (laughs) Are you a Strava guy? Oh, definitely. This is a controversial... (laughs) Definitely a Strava... We're both Strava guys, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Boston's a great... And I think that, you know, that comes from the BAA, from the Boston Marathon. Like, it's kind of, like, where it all stems from, but it's, you know, it's great to see it, like, branch out and kind of go all these
0: different directions. And so, you guys... You you just graduated in 2018. Yeah, so you guys weren't here for, for Boston last year, but, like... Yeah, everybody that. keeps talking about marathon weekend. Marathon so weekend, like, like, like I've like, never been more just, like, tired and, <laughs> like, excited all at the same I'm time. I'm sure. I didn't even year, run the marathon, like. I was
1: like, last year, especially, just getting around on that day, I'm sure it was a headache with all the, uh, Oh, it was a nightmare. I was day. so,
0: I didn't even race, and I was, like, literally just standing there and cheering was so, like bone chillingly cold yeah. and like my muscles were sore from like bracing myself against the wind like <laughs> it was it was so horrible but yeah it's a super super fun weekend and, like everyone's in like 5k saturday morning and everyone's like well we're in town for two days yeah. like <laughs> uh, it's a it's a good weekend um but yeah that's definitely uh you know uh, a nice pinnacle for the boss running community and and you guys i mean new new baa <laughs> um i don't know if that's the i i still think you guys should em- really embrace the unicorn thing like you should be, I, where the where the unicorn. i posted like, a, let's go corn. yeah baby. i posted <laughs> well, i
1: posted a picture of what they had an old singlet from like uh so we we're when we we're at the ba headquarters today they have like all this old memorabilia that's in there and there's like an old one of the first like ba jerseys is just like this yellow jersey with a big unicorn like no nowhere just a giant unicorn and i posted that like out of my like instagram story and like four or five people were like you guys should do retro jerseys. So it's like I'm going to Wayne and Ricardo tomorrow and be like, Marathon Weekend, I'm, let's get out some retro, just, just nothing but like, you know, Adidas symbol and then
0: like a giant unicorn. A hundred percent on board for that. <laughs> just to make one extra. Um but yeah, you guys are like, um, you know, I think all, all pretty much all of you you know are pretty uh good good social media, building the brand people, like that's a that's definitely an important part of um now more than ever, like it's an important part of the sport. Is like you wanna, you wanna bring people on the journey, and and you guys, uh, you know, are seem pretty committed to that, which is nice. Um, I don't know. Do you feel like you have? Do you make the, the? Is that a conscious choice? Is that sort of just always come naturally to you, or? I mean, th- I think it's a
1: conscious choice. I mean, I think it even goes back to like when you were saying. Like, why do you, why would you transfer back? To, you know, to Kentucky. Like, you want to build something, and like you want people to to see it, and you want people to like. Follow your story and know what your story is, and like, you know, you're you're the only person that can kind of create that. So I think that's it's like you know building your own like personal brand is that's important. And then you know just we want people to know what what the B A is doing. Like kind of we we don't want to just be like we said we don't want to just be one weekend in April. Like we want to be a pro team that's you know at at the big events all over the U S. All you know every month of the, of the year.
0: Yeah, it's definitely. Uh and then your, your three downside is your three non running friends are like, Why are you posting all these running photos? <laughs> all the time? Yeah. <laughs> uh, or maybe Marty, that's already like dubbed
1: as, as, you know, the run. They know they're, they're, <laughs> they're, it's been like that long enough, they know what they're going to get.
0: All right, so do you have, aside from your own race, I'll let you off the hook with that one. Do you, anything you're excited for this weekend? USA's, bold predictions, hot takes? Bold predictions. Besides
1: the two mile, hmm. I don't know if it's a bold prediction. I think. Craig probably wins the mile and closes in, like, 25.2 or something. Does, does NOP
0: go 3 for 3, 6K six six well, mile? Is Clayton running the Clayton K? Clayton running the K, and Brazier's running the 6. Mike Marcel and I debated
1: this a little bit on our run <laughs> on uh, on Tuesday.
0: Well, Mike's got skin in the game, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Mike's, yeah, Mike is in the mile. I don't want. I can't bet against my teammate here. Man, Hot take. I, just, I already did. Mike's in the mile. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just did bet against <laughs> Oh, it's, I mean, it's definitely plausible. I mean, yeah, who's going to be? Yeah, and Sam, I got another teammate in the 600, and I got three teammates in the K. Man, I guess I did just bet against myself. <laughs> there.
0: All right, so Jacob's hot take official is that B.A. Oh, yeah, sweeps I'll, the yeah, six <laughs> <A. is gonna laughs> sweep through
1: two mile. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, Donovan and Murphy and Craig will all get second. Go home right guys. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's fake. <fair. laughs> Patrick, you got something for us? Oh jeez! I wish I
2: I wish I had some better predictions, but I think I would I think I would go with the with the N O P sweep. Unfortunately, no hot takes. I
1: think that I it's want, gonna be. Yeah, I it's think. Favor, be tough to beat probably prevail. Yeah. Even on the women's side, like probably nobody's gonna beat. Shelby. Yeah, it's gonna be tough.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. go. Oh, I don't wanna. I, this is hard to get put on the spot, but I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say. Craig does not win the mile. I don't know who's gonna beat him, but I'm just Johnny, putting Johnny's it out there t- like, that Johnny's. Yeah. Johnny's that if, if I'm picking one too. of the three yeah. to not yeah. win a yeah. race, I think yeah. that's the safe thing. Yeah. The mile's definitely probably the toughest
1: yeah. field, I would say. Because yeah, John, like Johnny's, yeah, he's a world, been on the world championship team, he knows how to, he knows how to race for sure. Well,
0: and it's a freaking, uh, you know, cutthroat. Uh, everyone who couldn't get in on that. Uh, what was it, 358 standard? You know, yeah, it's yeah. like... It's not like the K where they just let anybody in. Apologize yeah. to the, running the K. The, <laughs> yeah, it's not that yeah. soft 225.9 yeah. yeah. standard for the K. It's like...
1: You almost have to go through in that to run 358. Yeah.
0: yeah. The other thing I'm really interested... Man, I wish... Pat will appreciate this. I want there to be a Heps-like scenario where one of the women in the women's two miles <laughs> just like... Kills it from the gun in the in the uh, slow heat, slow heat of the two mile. <laughs> I heard yeah, they were putting. Things I haven't seen the heat sheets yet,
1: but I heard they were putting Quigley in the slow heat. Yeah, so like I think she's no probably gonna
0: scratch, maybe. But um, what I want to see is like I wish I wish they'd run. I wish they'd run the fast, the like fast section before the slow section, because then it will like. Oh, no, I can't do that. No way. Well, yeah, well, now you've got it. <laughs> no way. But, no, but, then, but then, like, the fast section doesn't know the time they have to beat, so, like, yeah, it like, has to yeah. be more honest race. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but yeah. it would be, that would be so great. I would love that. Yeah. It would be either that or just, like, straight, like, <laughs> yeah. roller derby, put all 40 girls in one just, <laughs> no, that would be, Yeah, that would just be Like, hard. those, like, 10Ks where they just line people up on the second and third row back there, just, like, started like a cross-country race. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, excuse me. All right, well, uh we got we got a game coming up. I've been recording for a little while now. Now, but uh the last one I want to hit you guys with before we uh moved on. Um I know uh well, all right, quickly. What's the coffee order? I hear you you're an IPA family, which I I appreciate, but what's the move with coffee? Brand, style, uh, how you take it. Black coffee? Yeah, just yeah. black. Coffee. Every
2: morning, we're both pour over guys. We pour V60 over guys. B sixty or Kimx. Yeah,
0: is that a that's a Dartmouth, uh,
2: you know? Yeah, the Dartmouth classic. the Dartmouth cross country house is pretty big on on their coffee. I think um, black, note, no sugar, no, 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 no sugar, good. no, no cream, cream, no sugar. Yeah. Man after my own heart. If you get sure. good, I mean, if you're drinking, I'm your gonna coffee, move in just so, so
0: you it. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a light roast. Yeah, like, like a lot of, of that. Starbucks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I go, go Starbucks dark roast. which I know is a coffee, true coffee snob, I <laughs> don't like Starbucks, but yeah. I'm just used to it. Yeah, a that's sweet. a contentious
2: contentious take here. Yeah. yeah. Well, really I, to see, I always craft. say after roasting. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm
0: not a coffee snob, I'm a coffee addict. There's a big yeah. difference. I'm not Starbucks, picky, too. I'm not like <laughs> fancy. I just right. need more of it at me. See, when I go to
2: Starbucks, my order is Americano every time. Okay. Yeah.
1: Dunkin's yeah. even gr I I can drink Dunkin Coffee. It's it's grown on me, especially since being in Boston. Yeah. I just get Dun- Boston cream and, and the, like a medium coffee. I'm good <laughs> the go to go. every time I go to the airport, that's the like Duncan, first thing. The um,
0: you go for the if you're if you really wanna, you know, be disgusting, you go for the iced coffee in the summer and you get like I can I can't do the cream and sugar, but like skim milk and sugar and they put yeah. like Fourteen sugars in it and like a ton of milk. Like this isn't coffee, but it's an enjoyable dessert yeah, it that tastes I good Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the that's the move for sure. Um, in honor of the Oscars this weekend, what's the best movie you guys saw in the last year?
2: I gotta go with Black Panther on this one. Maybe not the maybe not my fa- the my favorite movie that I've seen this past year, but in terms of Oscar predictions, I think. I think that they just are going to... What's your favorite?
0: Up. We did, You know, we don't we do have to be critical snobs. Like, what's your...
2: Not, I, I take oh. that back. Not your best. What's your uh, favorite? Oh, I think it's A Star is Born then. And yeah. I think that that one's going to be up up too. Yeah. That, uh, I go. saw that with Trevor, actually.
1: <laughs> uh, I I'll go A Star is Born as well. <laughs> yeah. Michelle and I watched that the other night. That was, that was a good one. That's really she good. She won't listen to... She was listening to the soundtrack, like, a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. And then we watched the movie and, like... She's in there. She got so sad watching the movie that she
0: refuses. The movie to is to very sad. Yeah, so she know.
1: won't like when Shadow comes on. She just changes it right yeah. away. Yeah. She will not to it anymore.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, I did. uh yeah. Cry in the movie theater. Yeah. yeah. Way yeah. sadder than I expected. That I would put that up there. I I'm trying to think of there. I loved eighth. Did
2: you guys see eighth grade? Oh, yeah. the Bo Burnham movie. Yeah. I saw like incredible. I saw bits and pieces,
0: but not the whole thing. It will make you very. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but but it's a good movie. Yeah.
2: I heard he did like a really good job of kind of recreating that like cringe worthy cubescent. Yeah, like, like, like... I've blocked <laughs> all this out
0: for a reason. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um but yeah, no. Like, this is traumatic. This isn't like bad comedy. This is just
0: like too real. And then I think the the last one I wanna make sure we get to before we get to our game that, that has been fruitful lately. Um, the self inflicted wound. And this <laughs> this one may be uh, <laughs> Go, you know, bears a little explanation. Basically, uh, what we're looking for here is it can be running related, it doesn't have to be running related, but it's like not necessarily. People have said literal wounds, people have been like, you know, stab myself with scissors, like that sort of thing. But like, in general, it's like a situation where. Like, you fucked up and it was entirely your own fault. Like, it was avoidable, you could have stopped it, but like, you just did the stupid thing that you shouldn't have done and it did not end well. Um, Can be training wise, can be not training wise, but if you got any good self inflicted wounds.
1: Yeah, I got a good, this is like Kentucky as it gets, probably. (laughs) All right, let's see. (laughs) I was probably like 12 years old, old enough to know better, so we we went out uh, to help. My parents' friends, they were moving houses, and they lived out, like, when you think of Kentucky, they lived, like, out in Kentucky. They lived out in Vine Grove, Kentucky, and their two sons rode dirt bikes. They have this little, they have, you know, a ton of land, and they rode, they had this little dirt bike track in the back of their yard. So, you know, my dad and my mom are, they're in there helping them, like, boat up the trucks and stuff, and me and their oldest son, who is, he's two years younger than me, but he was a good dirt bike rider, and, you know, he's, like, whipping around on his dirt bike. He's, like, you want to try it? and I was like oh yeah like, I want to try it my dad's like Jacob do not ride the dirt bike you've never ridden a dirt bike do not ride the dirt bike so I'm like alright I won't ride the dirt bike so like, my dad goes back and he's you know, moving more stuff I'm like alright I'm riding the dirt bike <laughs> and he, you know, he's got all these like jumps and stuff so like, I'm going real slow like you know just go over the jump no air nothing go around the course once and I'm like alright yeah I got the hang of it this is easy so then like there's no idea what I'm doing just rev it up and hit this like first jump, <laughs> come down and like, like dirt bike where you put your feet is just like, it's just like a metal, like clip, like peg, yeah. basically, you know, I'm in, like, it's like probably, I don't know what I was wearing, probably like shorts and tennis shoes and my like, feet come off. And when I hit the ground, my shin just like slams into this dirt bike pedal. And it, I still have the scarf on me, like split my shin open. And this is, like, also another, like, redneck Kentucky thing. Like, I was scared to tell my dad because I knew he would get, like, just furious with me. So, like, I could not tell him.
0: I will oh. say I'm really glad I thought that was going with some sort of balls-related injury. <laughs> no, no, it was just
1: right in my right in my left shin. Uh, so, like, eventually I can't get to stop bleeding. So, I go tell my mom. And she's like, yeah, you definitely need stitches. So, then I go. She's like, you got to go tell your dad. So, like, we go over and I tell the dad. And he's just, you know, obviously, like one, just furious because, like, he told me, do not ride the dirt bike. And, but then one of their other buddies that was helping him move, he's like, oh, I was in the army. We don't, you don't need to go get stitches. So we go to the garage, you know, has a big, huge, like, <laughs> like, workshop, like, just sets me up on, on the, like, uh, workbench in the garage and they, like, clean it out with peroxide. And he just has, like, woodworking glue. And he just, like, holds my, like, shin together and oh. just glues it. And I mean, it's, like, basically probably, you know, I've like, I've seen him, like, people who have, like. They go to the hospital and get stuff like glued instead of getting stitches. Sure. And that's like that's basically what. So they just like glued together my shin like in the garage like, and that that's my uh, probably best like self-inflicted wound story. I
0: think your
1: Kentucky. Okay, I think, Kentucky I was gonna say, I
0: think, think your Kentucky accent <laughs> came out a little more over the course of that story. Yeah.
1: Rides a dirt bike that I've never ridden a dirt bike since. So.
0: Yeah. Oh god! Oh man! That's a good one. Pat, you think you can top that? Oh, I
2: definitely can't top that, but um, <laughs> I mean, I have a decent running-related one. Um, so there's this, like, Google Doc that floats around um, the Dartmouth cross-country team, and it's, like, it's a, it's it's linked to Google Maps, and it's got roots of all of these runs that we... Total Ivy League thing. Yeah, all of these runs that we have done or, you know... Are, are, are supposed How is this to this Google exist? Doc and Ivy League thing? Hold on. Well, no, it's linked to Google Maps and it has uh, all their yeah, runs. That's, that's then, fancy, yeah, that's fancy. And then there's, yeah. yeah, then like you click on it it's like, oh, like Aetna and then there's a description of it. It's like yeah. the
0: classic 10-mile run. Like, <laughs> you know, and it's, you know. That's a, I think that's a specifically Dartmouth thing. Yeah. <laughs> having watched, we won't get too derailed here, but having watched your Track Shack Oh, God. Track, I, don't, I
2: don't even want to go into that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Continue.
2: Um, the track shack, that was bad. Um, but yeah, so there's this run that, and, and, and there's like 50 of them listed. And my sophomore year, I got my hands on the document somehow, because like only a few people somehow have access to it. And um, I was like, oh, I want to do all of these runs before I graduate. And there's a run called Rodeo, which is a like 13 and mile run, but it's like 3,500 feet of elevation on this run. And so, You go out and you just run straight up this hill basically for like two miles. It's like two miles uphill and like steep. It's like you get to the base of it and it's like, you know, trucks use caution, like 22% grade. It's like super, super steep, like Mm -hmm. almost vertical. Like I can't, I've tried to ride my bike up it and can't. Like I was running like 10 minute pace up this Mm hill. Um, And so I had just run like a bad race. I'd run like, I don't know. I'd run a bad race at BU's during indoor season. And I came back the next day, and it was long run day, and everyone was going out to do, like, our, our standard long run, and I, like, peeled off and was like, all right, I'm running rodeo, and, um, and just, like, tried to hammer this, you know, run with, like, almost 4,000 feet of elevation over 13 and a half miles and just, like, couldn't work out for, like, the rest of the week because I was, like, just running so hard. And just totally put myself in the grave. Like, messed up my Achilles tendon. It's still not better. (laughs) Like, it still hurts. It still hurts today. Um, So, yeah, that was probably the dumbest thing I've ever done. And then after that, like, I renounced running. Like, Hanover's really hilly. I know, like, I run around Ithaca, too. It's like... Ithaca's pretty hilly. It's hilly. And, like... After that, I renounced hills forever. I was like, I was like, all these runs that we do that are just uphill and then downhill, that's so stupid. Like, <laughs> I just started running flat runs, like, out and back on, like, the flattest road in over.
0: Will, I will say, I feel like I've gotten soft <laughs> the other way, too. Like, I remember one time, a couple years ago, when I went back to Ithaca, and I guess I would just been doing, like, a lot of river runs around here, like... You know, you run around the Charles River, and it's just, like, pancake (laughs) flat, which is nice. You can fly without realizing it. But (laughs) we went back and did, like, you know, I don't, like, we didn't even do, like, a a hard long run. Like, it was just, like, standard, like, 10-mile, like, our normal 10-mile loops that we did every day in college. And me and my buddy Johnny were, like, driving back on, like, the Sunday or whatever. And we're like, are you really sore (laughs) right now? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Just... We have gotten so all of our hill muscles yeah. <laughs> have gotten so soft. No, running yeah. along the river every day. All right, well, we got a, we got a good uh, rapid fire game today uh, for you guys. A uh, little quick one. It's, it's just this or that. Um, some of these might spark some pretty significant debates. Uh, one of these might sp- has in the past sparked intense long run debates. Um, but we'll start off. Let's go with a half-time. I think I know.
1: Can I guess which one sparks the biggest debate yeah. on this list? Is it the Sunday to Saturday? Or <laughs> yeah. Because <Saturday? laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's a very... That's contentious one.
0: I have been on multiple, like, two-hour runs where, like, most I get of debate the this, I get yeah. What's I get your take? take?
1: Oh, you go Monday to Sunday. Sunday ends the week. Ricardo, our coach, puts all our training in, but he puts it in... <laughs> from Sunday to Saturday. So we do everything at Final Surge and his calendar is set up Sunday to Saturday. But I have changed my calendar to be set up Monday so are to you, Sunday. Wait, so are you
0: both Final Surge and Strava? Do you update both? Yeah. That seems excessive. Just let's stick with one. <laughs> no, no, I got to do got to do both. Got to do both. And I keep and I
1: also keep everything like in, in Excel. I have this Excel
0: Oh, so G. you triple down on yeah, so like, really I, everything I do is very very well documented. <laughs> When they write your uh, biography years yeah. from now, they'll have plenty of sources. Yeah, yeah, Trevor, well. Trevor
1: likes to talk about, talk about that. I'm very uh, type A when it comes to training. Nice. Trevor calls it, he's the scientist, or I'm the scientist and he's the artist. So
0: that's
1: how, I, that's how our relationship goes. Knowing both of you guys,
0: yeah. I fully believe that. Like, I've been on multiple runs with Trevor where I've like been like, oh, like, I'm running too fast, I'm running too slow. Yeah. It's like, whatever, man, let's just go <laughs> yeah, with the just, flow. Yeah, Trevor's very like, really good with the flow. That's what, I think that's why we work well. Because
1: sometimes I'll get, like, yeah, I'll get, like, super, like, an anal about something. And you need like, to dude. balance, for He's sure. like, dude, it just
0: doesn't matter. And I'm like, you know what? I guess you're right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, what's your, are you Monday, Sunday? Or oh, Sunday?
2: I'm, I'm also Monday, Sunday.
0: And that was, like, our high school coach did everything that way. So we just got used to it. Yeah. My, like, see, my high school <laughs> coach did Monday to Sunday. But then my college coach freshman year did Sunday to Saturday. And so, like, I, like, got back on that. And then... My current coach, who my college coach for most of college, like is more, yeah. like he's more flexible. So like he never specified, yeah. and so like yeah, it doesn't I'm, really matter. I'm still on Sunday to Saturday, and Saturday, and honestly, I'm of the controversial opinion that uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Which is the most controversial opinion of all? because yeah. Everyone knows. We're going can logically
1: acknowledge that it doesn't matter, but I will like yeah. Fight People will to go know, to the grave. No avail that. Oh you yeah. Should, you should go Monday or Sunday. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Well, we cover across that one off the list. What about a uh, half tour? Half tights versus shorts.
1: I'll go shorts. It's kind of just a the sport. Yeah. Chris, I think Chris, Chris Derek, well, he would also fight for shorts. So uh, I feel like I got it. Like he's probably a pretty smart guy.
0: I will say one bone to pick with you guys. The current uh, BAA uniform shorts are way too long. Yeah, I agree. They're, they're like very, <laughs> they're like practically soccer shorts. Like, <laughs> I, I will agree with that yeah. Practically soccer shorts. That's rough. Ricardo, if you're listening, yeah. unacceptable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Adidas a little better, do better. Little better yeah. We can say that.
0: Great, yeah. He can't say can't, that. No, can say they're, that.
1: They're, they're really comfortable, but I don't think they're like true racing shorts because they have like a little like zipper pocket on the back of them.
0: Oh, yeah. you know like, If you're they, really they, racing, like, you, like, don't you, don't just, yeah, yeah, you don't even care. Yeah, you Adidas makes don't need to really, really nice racing
1: shorts. I think like they just like wanted that. Cu- like,
0: no. Uh, wanted uh, you that know, it's a real racing short if like your butt cheek is showing during the race at all times. I take it you're a shorts guy. I'm a shorts guy, yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think it's distance specific. Although, if it's mile or shorter, you go half tights. Yeah. If it's 3K or longer. I like the half
1: tights yeah. in, like, certain occasions.
0: I really like wearing, it like... It just
1: makes good, really good half yeah. tights.
2: Yeah, I really like, like, 55 degrees, and, like, it's kind of sprinkling. I would, like, I love to rock some half yeah. tights in that, but...
0: As someone who's had hamstring issues, that's definitely, like... Yeah. 55 and... Excuse me, 50 pound rain, I'm going to even throw on a pair of long tights. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, oh yeah. I'm careful like that.
2: Oh, I'm I'm super for dressing,
0: super uh, pro
2: dressing, very warm. (laughs) Like, I wear a ton of clothes all the time. Speaking Uh,
0: of, if you got to go for a run, rain or snow? Snow. Yeah, snow.
2: It it depends on what temperature it is, but I think snow.
0: Yeah, I guess when I thought of this, I was thinking of like 35 degree rain, which is, we can all agree, the worst weather. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't get worse than that. Uh, we talk, covered this, but Dunkin' or Starbucks? You guys, are we a Dunkin'? i would go Dunkin' because I can pick up a Boston cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm Starbucks,
1: but... I mean, if you're going just on like... But they're both
0: too low quality. <laughs> <for> Pat, <laughs> it's not just
1: coffee, probably Starbucks, but yeah. if I had to pick like... If they were next to each other and I had to walk into one, I'd probably walk into Dunkin' so I could get a donut too.
2: Yeah, that's purely like empirical. I've been to Starbucks more times. Therefore, I must prefer it. What are your What's your beans
0: move? My
2: beans move here. Um, I've got a subscription to Verve right now. It's a coffee shop in Santa Cruz. Um, my dad just moved out to Santa Cruz a couple of years ago, and I got super. They have a really, really dope coffee scene, um, and I got got off all uh, sucked in in all sorts <laughs> of ways.
0: So <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Uh... We're, we're going, uh, let's say, Star Wars or Marvel, if we're, we're picking a uh, franchise. Marvel by 100%. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah wow. see, I'm Star Wars. <laughs> uh, Pat, you're still involved. Jacob, you're kicked off the conference. <laughs> so, um, I've grown on Marvel. Uh, I actually had a weird entry into Marvel, which is that uh, I find tom holland to be very cute so i watched star <laughs> spider-man homecoming and i was like that's pretty good so i've like started to watch all the other marvel movies um which are good they're good i haven't gotten to like some of them but i've done all the avengers ones um black panther was great yeah. obviously but i'm a star wars i'm a star wars nerd through and through yeah same
1: i've years. never seen i haven't even maybe i haven't even given it a chance because like i haven't even, besides like the old ones that i watched when i
2: was like a kid i haven't seen any of the new ones yeah, but, all right, well, I'll be Iron here Iron next weekend. weekend. Yeah, um, yeah we'll, we'll binge. I, I binge-watch them, like, every Christmas break, like, when I go home from school. That's, like, I, number one on my list. It's, like, watch all the Star Wars I
0: movies. recently, uh, I, had, I had a friend who had seen the originals but hasn't seen, like, the Disney ones. And so the past couple weekends, we've we watched episode seven, and then we watched episode eight. And, like, the, the joy that I got <laughs> in, like, watching, me watching him watch the movie, <laughs> like... Yeah. Um, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes,
2: easily. Yeah. yeah. Pancakes. Can't be, the, can't be the stack of cakes. I'm a salmon waffles guy. Waffles. Waffles are convenient, though. It's like, the if beauty. you have a waffle iron at your house,
0: like... Yeah, it's true. You don't have to so shake them to deal with them. Yeah. But also, waffles, like, the butter syrup waffle, like, the little pocket that you can put it in, like, yeah. that's the perfect ratio, so... Yeah, I get that, yeah. 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 Um, beer, I would say beer, wine, but beer, wine, or cocktails. So I'll allow cocktails in the, in the mix on this one. Definitely, definitely a beer guy. Beer. Yeah.
2: Maybe, maybe a Kentucky
0: bourbon. Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bourbon guy, but yeah,
2: it's hard. I hard have a,
0: a kind of um, he's going to probably hear this. So I, I think we talked about this, but, uh, I have a bottle of, I can't remember what it's called, but some sort of nice bourbon that your teammate Zach Bevan got me um, wow. like last year. But I can't do; I'm not a bourbon guy, mm-hmm. um, and so like it's just sat on my uh, like mantle. Like it's a good sense. sense. The, so yeah. it makes, bourbon makes you good. Pat, if you want to come over and drink yeah, yeah, my bourbon, yeah, you know, No, that's like
2: in 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 what I call my study. My room is divided between like bedroom and study area. I've got a bottle of bourbon in there, but it's mostly for
0: the aesthetics. So <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, it, mine is. In entirely different yeah. and it's also like on top of my radiator and i like I don't know like what the chemistry is but like probably like it's burpe- probably, yeah. like, like, repeatedly <laughs> heated up is probably not like uh, high yeah. quality um, but yeah no it's uh, it's the thought that counts that's yeah. really um, alright last but not least uh, te- tempos or short intervals short intervals I'm, no doubt
1: yeah, I'm divided I used to be short intervals and then I was like tempo I'm pretty in the middle I, I could go either way this is I can't really pick one here. No. I love a good repeat
0: six hundreds. Yeah. That's my like that's my bread and butter right there. Yeah. See, um, like... Repeat K's is my bread and butter. I love repeat K's also great. Yeah, I like like two hundreds and like one yeah. fifty. Pa- really <laughs> fast. He's way that's, fast I fast. mean, those are fun. Yeah, but like that, I would like I ran an eight hundred this weekend, and like I'm like I think I have not broken twenty eight in a workout in like two plus years and yeah. I didn't ate my first until 200 to 800 this weekend. Uh, but yeah, the other, the risky part of this podcast is that my coach listens to it. So like, I got to be a little careful of like what I, uh, <laughs> yeah, what probably. you used to complain about. Yeah, <laughs>
2: careful what you wish for. Kind yeah. Of no.
0: All right. Well, to wrap us all up, uh, we ask the same three questions of our guests every episode. Um, we'll start off with the Instagram crush. It doesn't have to be, like a, like, a you know cute person you're, like, trying to slide into the DMs of. It can be, like, crush, in the, crush and Instagram both can be interpreted broadly. Like, we've had Twitter crushes. We've had crushes that have been dogs. They've been hashtags. They've been whatever. Your Instagram crush. Pat, start us up. Oh, jeez. I got to go first? Can I defer? You can defer. <laughs>
1: Jacob, you go. All right. I would say, well, who I think is putting out the best content? Probably uh, Zane Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> So like anytime oh, I see man. those guys just like hammering it on these like dirt roads in Kenya, just, yeah, just, it, it makes me feel <clears> like <throat> I need to like go put like lace up my shoes and go out. Also, who I really like the orange runner. Oh on yeah. Instagram. Luke, he puts out, like, yeah. All the, he put, yeah, Luke puts all these like diagram like like drawings. They're really cool. They're good. He puts yeah, out the wall. The logs have been like really cool lately. But he like yeah he like d- like depicts all these races and stuff too mm-hmm. and like cartoon drawings and they're really cool.
2: Okay, I'm gonna say um, Chad Kroger. Chad goes deep. Um, like the lead singer of Nickelback? (laughs) Yeah, well, he's a a comedian, um, that took, uh, the lead singer of Nickelback's name as like an an ironic thing. And recently, um, I used to be super into kook slams, which is like surfers, like, just wiping out and stuff. Um, like people on the beach just getting like, you know, drilled by a wave or something, like kind of funny stuff like that. Um. But recently I've gotten into this guy, Chad Kroger, who's just out there um, doing ridiculous stuff and, like, appealing to city councils for giant statues of Paul Walker. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like,
0: are you implying that that's ridiculous? Is
2: no. That, Incredibly like, necessary? Yeah, like, as a beacon of hope for, for uh, you know, Santa Monica society. Like, they need that statue. Like, um... So that's what I'm really into right now. Just kind of this kind of just I think, uh,
0: ridiculous uh, like, humor there's a twitter comedian who has the handle official Sean Penn who is, like <laughs> the like similar vibe to yeah it. um yeah I'm gonna go with uh I, I was thinking about this actually Kate Grace um who from Bowerman like she's had like she posts about things that normally annoy me when people post about them like she posted like a blog about like body image and like running and like normally like I'm very there's not a lot of interesting new ground you can like yeah. tread with that like takes on stuff like that but she is so she's very smart she's a very good writer and like she has a good she's good at just like framing things in an interesting like sane so like <laughs> she comes like a like a no bs type of yeah thing too. like she like it's one of those things where it's like there's so many people who like think that they're like you know amazing bloggers who are not and she actually has a lot of good yeah. shit to say So
2: imparting that divine wisdom maybe yeah. she's
0: actually maybe she's actually doing it alright cool. your uh, go to karaoke song someone hands you the mic it's your time to shine wow. um, awesome.
2: mine would be Your Love by The Outfield um, I gotta give a shout out to my one of my best friends back in the grade school days his dad played in a cover band Jeff Lewis I'm gonna shout him out <laughs> And he, he played drums, and the only song that they let him sing lead vocals on was Your Love by The Outfield, and I just always had, like, mad respect for that. He would just crush it every time. He's like, this is my one song that they let me do lead vocals on, and I'm Something going all good. out. And so Been now, out. ever since then, I, when that song comes on, I'm just like, I could I could rock this song. Mine probably be Gory
0: Days, Bruce Springs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good that's one. A good one. Yeah. yeah, I actually did karaoke for a friend's birthday this past weekend. And um, I, I performed a couple songs. Um <laughs> some of them some of them went over really well, some of them uh, you know, not as well. I would say one that I particularly crushed was uh Part of Your World from Little Mermaid. Wow, yeah, that's good. Um, it was good enough that like I I was singing it but like a bunch of people joined in to sing as well and that's that's how you know you Yeah, karaoke. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, Death Row Meal. You're going in the chair. You get one more meal. It can be anything you want. That's not to be tied to reality. But if today's your last meal on earth, what are you eating? You gotta go first again on this right. one. This might be like a controversial pick here. But we're all about controversy. No, we're not at all. But I'm gonna say, <laughs> Qdoba burrito bowl. Qdoba with, with <laughs> chips and queso as a side. That is controversial. <laughs> we we like, frequently ask our guests about their best the best burrito in Boston, but. Kidoba has not once come up. It's a chain. It is a chain, but
1: I just yeah. A lot of people don't like like it's the best. It's the best Mexican food out. Like I love authentic like Mexican food. If I had to pick like a, a genre of food that like I could eat every day, it'd probably be Mexican food. But like, so if you Tex Mex like. I want like a Qdoba burrito bowl. <laughs> and I want chips and queso like on the side.
0: You know yeah. what you do, you. That's, think that's, your, that's, your, that's, that's, that's it. Perfect. That's
1: my
2: that's my death row meal. Okay. Pop? I thought of mine. Is it okay if it has a backstory? Do we have time for that? Go for it. <laughs> All right. So, like, last winter, um, or two winters ago, Dartmouth was getting just, or like, Hanover was just getting absolutely, like, destroyed by snow. So we were on our spring break and, like, trying to go on our spring break trip. We were trying to leave campus, and it snowed, like, two feet, so we couldn't go anywhere. We were stuck on campus for, for two days. And um, we knew the storm was rolling in. And I was like, oh, like we don't have anything to do. Class is out. Like finals already happened. Um, you know, I was talking to one of my roommates. I was like, what should we do for dinner? And I was like, oh, we should just, you know, we should make something really nice. We should like go to the grocery store across the street from our house. Like buy some like nice like filet mignon and like really just go for it and like have a nice night. in since we're gonna be stuck in the middle of this snowstorm, he's like, yeah, that sounds good. I walked over across the street. And it's just closed. Like, they'd, sh- they'd closed everything early because of how bad the storm was. And, like, they'd had, they had stopped plowing the streets because it was just snowing so much that they just gave up. And so it was just, like, a mess outside. And I was like, well, we have no food here. The dining hall is closed because everyone else has, like, left campus for spring break already. I was like, do you think we can get your car out of the driveway? And he had, like, a Land Rover LR2. Like, he had a nice car. So I was like, <laughs> we, can, we can do this for sure. And, like, our driveway was kind of at the bottom of this little slope. And so there's snow all over the driveway, like the, the slope out of the driveway. And we couldn't find our snow shovels because they were buried underneath the snow. And it had snowed like two feet. I'm so, so fascinated to know where this is going. And so, <laughs> yeah. so we, we, get, we, get some, we get some hockey sticks out of our basement because we had a bunch of intramural hockey guys that used to live in the house. And we're digging his car out with hockey sticks. like We're just like moving snow with hockey sticks. And we're, you know, we're trying to get the car out. And, like, we keep getting stuck. Um, and our, our progress keeps getting, like, retarded because every single time we think we're close, like, a huge amount of snow will fall off the roof from the house next door. And then we have to, like, move that, too, because it's right in the way. And then, so, we, we are, like, digging this car out for, like, an hour and a half. And we're, like, starving because we haven't eaten anything. And then... Um, we finally get the car out and we're like, all right, we're just going to go to like the nicest restaurant in Hanover. So we just go to Pine, which is like the restaurant at the Hanover Inn Hotel, like the nicest like, place you can eat. And we're like, we just go in, we, we park the car under the port cochere and just leave it there. We're like, you know, fuck it. And then I ate the best burger and fries of my life that night. Because like, you earned it. I earned it. And it would be, if I could replicate all of those, like, that entire situation, that would be the meal that I would want to eat before I died. Like, I was sa- so satisfied.
0: <laughs> so in the scenario, you're like, listen, hold off on the electric chair. <laughs> I've got you're to, go like, shovel out a car. I've got
2: to work car. hard, <laughs> and then I've got to make it worth it. Like, I've got to drink a beer beforehand, get, like, pretty drunk because, I, one, I was fit, and two, yeah. like, one and, beer, uh, I, no, was, beer. I was starving. Yeah. And then I was like, this is the... This is the best burger I've ever eaten in my life. We're like just sitting at the bar.
0: It was a, it was a, it was a ma- magical night. <laughs> I, I fully understand that. That yeah. makes sense to me. <laughs> um, I totally thought you were going to go with like, and then we just went to Domino's. <laughs> yeah. So it would be Domino's. Which I would also support. Maybe my death row meal this week will be like, just yeah. like Domino's, like Cine sticks, garlic knots, yeah. Sinistix i'm just like drunk 2 a.m <laughs> but uh as long as
2: you get the cinestix you can't go wrong
0: i yeah that is 100 yeah. percent the move i uh have multiple times requested like can you just order like yeah order whatever you're gonna order and then order like an order of Cine sticks for me yeah like I don't, i'm not <laughs> gonna share it with anyone just fyi yeah it's like i don't need any pizza just the Cine sticks. yeah that uh you know it's the it's the move i've always said like there's pizza and there's Domino's. They're two different things. Like, Domino's <laughs> isn't a type of pizza. It's its own category of food. Um, well, thank you guys for uh, having me in your, your humble abode this week. Uh, thanks for coming on the pod. Good luck to yeah. this weekend. Um, we'll see when BAA sweeps all of the events <laughs> at USA's. We'll have it on the record that we called it. That'll be, a, that'll be BAA...
1: Part two's claim to fame is when they just sweep NOP. Yeah, new BAA.
2: (laughs) Um, I, you know, I think we're gonna name this episode new BAA. That's a serious (laughs) catalyst
0: for. Yeah, no pressure, Mike and Sam. For the future, yeah. And then you're gonna say we want unicorns on the uniforms, and short shorts. Those are now that we've won six events at the (laughs) USAs. Those are our demands. All right. Well, thank you guys, and uh, until next time, this has been Run Your Mouth.